Welcome to Tice Talks, where we have a lot of fun discussing faith and family. Today's guest is extremely special because he is actually the nephew of Dr. Tice. Our guest today is Sean Tice. He is the founder of God Is My Dad's Ministry, Hope for the Fatherless. Today they're going to be discussing the chapter that they started of God Is My Dad here in the Las Vegas Valley. Go ahead, Dad. You can take it from here. Well, welcome to Tice Talks. Today, we have the privilege of having in our studio uh, one of my favorite people in the world. And he is my nephew, but he is also the founder of Life Factor Ministries. And uh, he has recently moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. Sean uh, has a, some very inter- a very interesting background, very interesting life. Uh, though he's my nephew, we grew up on he he grew up on the other side of the country. Grew up in Pennsylvania. Um, my brother, uh, his father, uh, though he had trusted Christ as his savior at a young age, did not live for the Lord and um, did not have a godly life at all. Sean, tell us, uh, I've said some things about you, but tell us your background. Tell us what Life Factors Ministry is all about. We'll just start with that. Yeah, well, we started Life Factors Ministries in 2008, and it really started out before that as a book for fatherless guys. Uh, I was trying to, I graduated from Bible college, and I wanted to write, I knew God wanted me to write something for fatherless guys, and so, or for fatherless individuals, really, I think. And so I, I wanted to create something, and so it turned into a devotional book um, after writing the book, and then it turned into a whole ministry. And so we we knew it was uh, God's will for us to to just pursue helping fatherless families across the country. Okay, and, now tell us, um, Sean, I don't mean to interrupt you, except I, I want to tell us your background. I just mentioned the fact that you grew up in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was out here in Las Vegas uh, raising my family. Uh, why don't you tell us the story of your father and your family background and uh, and uh, tell us what led you into Life Factors Ministry. Well, I mean, just to give you a background on my dad, my, my dad was a statistic. Um, he grew up fatherless. His dad died. You, well, you were, what, 10? I 13. was 10 and he was 13. And so then, not giving him excuses, he made a lot of bad choices. You fortunately made good choices and followed God and decided to uh, to follow God. My, my dad went down a different path and tried to cope with um, drugs and alcohol addiction and um, just different different things that he went after. He, he had a lot of struggles in his life. And so he came home the one night and kicked my, my mother and my brother and my sister out of the house. But for some reason, he kept me, the, the nine-month-old baby. And my mom was nervous. But she wasn't sure what he was going to do because there was a history of abuse there. And so she went over to the neighbor's house. She had uh, was able to get the, the contact somebody there, had the police come to the house and they showed up, and my dad, uh, once they got there, they demanded that my dad hand me over to them. Instead of gently handing me over, he took me and he threw me across the room um, to the cops. And thankfully, that, that day, that cop could catch, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so <laughs> um, that cop caught me, and my dad packed up his things and got on a bus, I think, a couple weeks later or a month later, and it never came back. It came back to Las Vegas. Yeah. And so that was in, our, like we said, I was in Pennsylvania at the time. And so I never met my dad until I was 15. And so I went through the, what I call the fodless journey. Um, my sister and brother were fodless. My, my mom was a single mom. And so I've always had a heart for that. And, but I had people help me on my journey. 
different mentors at a youth pastor. I had uh, different people that came into my life that encouraged me, um, including Rob, people you wouldn't know, but you know, people that helped me and they, they meant a lot to me. And so we so, want to replicate that. That's what we want to do. So, so that naturally gave you a burden to reach fatherless children and help fatherless children find that, find out, Hey, there is someone who loves you. The Bible says that God is a father to the fatherless and you wanted to uh, help children understand that they could become or that they could they could really have a close walk with God, even though their earthly father may have deserted them or may have died or whatever the situation is. So Life Factors Ministry is basically a ministry to the fatherless and to a moms, single moms, uh, or grandparents that are raising fatherless children. So address that a little bit. Yeah, so we started this ministry, like I said, birthed out of a book. And we wrote this book, just sharing stories, cover the top 30 things you deal with being a fatherless guy. Then we, we wrote one for girls. And so we started with books. It was one for the single moms, top 30 things you deal with being a single mom. We have children's books. And just trying to cover those things. And then um, we, we do eventually turn into an app. We have a mobile app called, or website, mobile app called godismydad.com. And on there we have videos from different Christian leaders like you're on there. We have um, Stephen Kendrick from the Kendrick Brothers is on there. We have a former NFL quarterback. Different people telling the fatherless, hey, you can make it. You can overcome your situation. And so we've been trying to create unique resources over the last several years. And so we've been doing this, like I said, since 2008 and just trying to help kids understand you can succeed through this. You don't have to become a statistic. You don't have to get on the path that so many people before you have. And really the, our goal now and so we're still doing this. We, so what happened was we went out in 2019. We went full time with, with Life Factors Ministries, went on the road. And what we did was a uh, Hope for Fatherless American National Tour. And so our goal was to spread awareness, uh, continue to create unique resources and spread those resources across the country, um, to speak in different places. Uh, so we did youth detention centers, co- conferences, camps, places like that, and then also partner with local churches. And so we've been able to partner with churches um, in several states throughout the country and trying to help churches do a better job of ministering to the fatherless. All then, the way from the Northeast, all the yes. way to the, you've been to the Northwest up in Washington and Oregon, all the way down to Florida, and now yes. you're out here. That's absolutely amazing. And uh, you speak in conferences for single mothers, and uh, you do special events for uh, for fatherless children. I think that one, one of the things you're doing now here in Vegas is working with Bible clubs uh, that uh, have got a lot of fatherless children that are coming to those Bible clubs, and that's that's pretty exciting. That's really, really a neat ministry. So um, so you've got those devotional books you've written, and you've written materials, like you said, for, for girls, for guys, and for parents. Have you done something for grandparents? We're going to be. You're doing that. We're going to be pursuing as helping. We have videos for grandparents raising grandkids. We're going to be releasing on our, we're actually redoing our godismydad.com website right now, and we have a YouTube channel for God is my dad. We're going to be putting out a ton more content. Um, somebody helping us with that. So we're trying to get our new website out. But we want to have content on their full grandparents, raising grandkids. And I'd like to have a book for them to be able to work through just like we have for single moms and stuff like that. So, Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Tell us some of the stats that you, that you use. Uh, it amazed me when you were talking about uh, the fatherless and the stats re- regarding the fatherless. Do you... Can you? I brought you in here off the cuff. Can you? Can you rattle? Can you like rattle yeah, some of those I, I, off? There's some of them. I mean, we've I've 
my kids probably could tell you them. I <laughs> heard of so many times about the churches we've been to and stuff. But uh, just off the top of my head, eighty-five uh, percent of youth in prisons grew up in fatherless homes. Eighty um, percent of rapists motivated with displaced anger come from fatherless homes. So they have anger issues, and that's they, they become rapists because of that. They came from fatherless homes. So even rape. Um, of the twenty-seven deadliest mass shootings, twenty-six of them were fatherless. And so they just and the thing is these 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 kids they they have aggression they have these uh, this anger and they don't know how to process that anger they don't know how to handle um, what to do they don't have a, a man in their life to teach them how to respect themselves how to respect a lady how to respect society and so and not giving them excuse they have to own up for what they've done but if they would have had a Christian mentor come into their life imagine the difference it would have made in their life and so that's what we're trying to change we're trying to cr- recruit Christians throughout the country. And trying to get them to get involved in helping um, with these kids. And it doesn't have to be some formal program. It could be that kid that is in your neighborhood or that niece or nephew or that grandkid you have. Um, some of the issues with girls, trying to think of what they would be. But uh, I think I forget the percentage. But it's it's a high percentage off the top of my head. But it, of, of girls that are teen pregnancies uh, come from fatherless homes. I, I, I can't remember the number, to be honest with you. But I think it's about 80-some percent or 75% or something like that. It's a really high number come from fatherless homes. So the thing is, if you hate abortion, go after and mentor a young fatherless girl before she has to, before she even has to make that choice. Yeah. And because girls are looking for security. They ha- dads provide security to their life. And when they don't have that security, they look for security through a man that might take a, you know take advantage of them or through a, um, a young boy that becomes their boyfriend. And then they try to please them because they're trying to get that security from them. They don't want them to walk away from them. And so then they end up give themselves to them. It doesn't happen in every situation. I mean, there could be drug and alcohol addiction. There could be suicide. Um, three out of four teenage suicides occur in a household where a parent has been absent. And so three out of four, I mean, that's, and that, this, that's pre COVID um, COVID statistics on suicide have uh, changed everything. I don't have the numbers on the co you know, after COVID, but it's before COVID. It was three out of four teenage suicides occur in a household where that, a parent. That's ab- that's absolutely amazing. So yeah. you call it the number one epidemic in 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 America and around the world yeah. is fatherlessness. Yeah, it's, it's the number one social issue in America, and it's it's, def- it's definitely an epidemic. And it's not talked about. Well, and, and the thing is, God set it up to be a mom and a dad, and so it's supposed to be a mom and a dad. And you look at it as a scale. You have mom and dad there. If you take dad off the scale, that kid's life's off balance. Or take mom off the scale. Or take both. Their life's off balance, but you can bring people into their life to help bring it back into balance. So that's why a mentor matters because they come onto that scale and it brings the kid's life back into balance. No, that's a, that's so a great it's just, illustration. And that's the way we look at it with our ministry, just showing there's, there is hope there because oftentimes we look at it as such a hopeless situation. I, I tell people all the time that, that God gives children a command, and the command is obey your parents. And if mom and dad are in opposites and they're they're gone and dad's out of the picture, then a child is unable to obey God because it doesn't say children obey your mom and children obey your dad. And then if dad's saying one thing and mom's saying something else, then what you have is a double-minded man. And that Bible says a double-minded man's unstable in all of his ways. We have an instability in our society because of fatherless homes. So that's an amazing thing. Now, let me say this. We've talked about this, and this is a very serious problem. But I look at you, and I look at your wife. Tell us about your wife and family, and your and tell me tell us about yourself. 
Well, I was blessed to marry a amazing woman. Um, to be honest with you, I wouldn't I wouldn't even probably be sitting here if it wasn't for her. Um, but she uh, she's been incredible. She is. She's and, an answer to all of our prayers. Exactly. And she is a wonderful balance to you. She and, is. And, and uh, she was a pastor's kid. And yeah. I met her when I was in eighth grade. I what happened was I my family got invited to go to church. Um, when I was a baby on the bus ministry at our church. And so we rode the bus for a while, then my mom started driving, and then we ended up going to the Christian school there that was associated with the church. And so I didn't notice, my, and my, my wife was in the nursery and everything the same with me at church, but I didn't notice her. her she didn't notice me. We, we knew, I, mean, I think we kind of knew who each other were. Um, her dad was an assistant pastor of the church. I knew who Pastor Feathers was, but I didn't know who she was. And But in eighth grade, I noticed her. I'm like, hey, who's that? You know, I was like, wow, she's beautiful. And so, Amazing how our eyes yeah, open up. Exactly. Yeah. She was in seventh grade. I was in eighth grade. And on an eighth grade and seventh grade field trip uh, to uh, Le- Amish Farm Lancaster was when we started liking each other. And we told each other we liked each other. And it's just been, you know, we, we just ever since then. And so... Uh, so you dated all the way through oh, yeah. junior high and high school. Exactly. She I mean, we, put we up had, with we you. We had some off times. So, we, okay, well, like off and that. on. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so then in, into college, you went into college, and then you graduated. Then you, uh, she didn't go to the same college as she you. She did. No, she was. She did. Okay. So, so you went through college together, and then after you graduated, yeah. man, I I waited for three and a half years in college to 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 marry Anna. Yeah. You're like. Eight, nine, ten years it into this. It was forever. That's what it felt like. It felt like forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so she, when so when the waiting. so when the preacher said, "Do you?" You said, "Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. Exactly. I do." Exactly. Yes. And so uh, we we got married. We have uh, three amazing kids: Malachi, Titus, and Blair. And so when we was like I said, we've been traveling. We traveled around the country for about three years, and now we moved out to Vegas. And I'm just amazed to see how my family has responded to all these different changes. They're just excited to be here, and excited to uh, to do this. And so I'm just I've been blessed. I've been blessed to have a great family. So now your your desire. You have five different goals that you listed. Four, yes. five different things that you're planning on doing. List those five things. Spreading awareness. I'm letting people know because we get this all the time. People say to us, I didn't realize that was from fodlessness. I didn't realize that a fodlessness was associated with crime in my neighborhood or things like that. I didn't know that. So we, we help people understand that. Um, and then we also, we go and we speak, we speak all over the country, wherever we can get in. Now we're limiting it a little bit more because we're, we're based here in Las Vegas now. So we're being more strategic in our, our speaking and even spreading awareness, um, doing it more digitally, but also more strategic events. Um, we also create unique resources. And that's one of the things we're going to be doing here in Vegas is creating a lot more resources that we found that we needed um, out in, on the road. Um, we also partner with local churches. We have partners all over the country and try to provide resources to them um, and help them as they do local ministry through their church with the single moms. We're going to have stuff for grandparents and grandkids, for the fatherless children, teens, um, young adults, things like that. And then the new thing that we just really, God just led us to this year was st- establishing local God is my dad chapters. Uh, God is my dad is a so, ministry of life factors. Okay, so life factors is the it's the mother ministry, is the mother yeah. ministry, and then under life factors you have a website and you have yes. other things, and and God is my dad is a a ministry that's to establish local chapters. Yeah, God is my dad was a because for years we tried. We were like broken homes. We went, you know, different, different like fodlessness. They're all negative things. And a lot of fodless families, motherless families, they don't want to be called broken. They don't want to be called broken home. So we try to figure out, okay, what can be a positive 
terminology for this. And in 2017, I believe it was, we came up with God is my dad. We're like, this is a positive thing. And, and people love it. I mean, they love that term. And so really it's a ministry to the fatherless. For years, we were trying to get churches and partner with them and try to give them resources. And that was through Life Factors. But God is my dad's a brand, a ministry that we developed underneath Life Factors where we're like, this is directly at the fatherless, okay. you know, directly at the single moms, directly at the grandparents raising grandkids, letting them know God will be your dad. God will be your father. You can get through this through God. And, and the, the Bible says that. The Bible yeah. says that he is a father to the fatherless. Exactly. And uh, wonderful truth. So establish, establishing a God is my dad chapter uh, here in Las Vegas, and then you want to do this in different places around the country. Uh, what is that looking like? And I know we're just developing that. So, yes. But what is that looking like? Well, we committed to come here to do this one. And then we also have one in Tennessee. Um, that was, was a pastor of one of our supporting churches is starting out in Dixon, Tennessee. And so we have the big city of Las Vegas and then the small city of Dixon, Tennessee area. Oh. And so just to give you the background on it, what it's looking like in Tennessee, just to give that one because it's a smaller version, is working with the pregnancy center there and providing um, churches that these single moms that keep their babies can go to that care about fatherlessness. And so trying to help them understand that there's resources there. And then also partnering with other ministries that care about fatherlessness, like this one group called um, Advance Camp that we work with, we're going to work with probably in Tennessee where they can teach the, teach the fatherless individuals how to work on cars and things like that. Uh, so that's there in Tennessee. But then in Las Vegas, um, where we came out here to, to partner with Liberty Baptist Church, partner with Metro Police Department, partner with um, different organizations First Choice out here. Pregnancy. First Choice Pregnancy Center. Our goal is to be a really just a, a, a light to let, let fatherless families know, hey, there's churches across Las Vegas that care about you. Because that, one of the things that a lot of single moms would tell us when we travel and spoke is I just I don't feel connected to my church. I don't feel like they care about me. There's no one for my kids. Nobody's focusing on my children. They need a little more attention. And so trying to bridge that gap. And so just being a presence here, letting them know, hey, there's resources for you at these churches. There's resources for you through the pregnancy center, resources, and being the liaison between that, but then also being a part of the Bible clubs where there's a lot of at-risk kids, fatherless kids, motherless kids. Um, we're looking at maybe starting a single mom ministry here at the church doing a discipleship group here. Just we're not sure exactly how it all looks yet, but piloting a program here, piloting a chapter here in Las Vegas, and then the goal is to take that to other cities, to Denver, to you know, Indianapolis, wherever. But then also taking the small city model from Dixon, Tennessee, where it's a smaller city, you know, where they might have a pregnancy center, they might have a few resources, a lot different than Vegas, and taking that to other small cities across the country. So letting people know hey, this doesn't have to just be a big city where you get involved. Because a lot of times people tell us, they're like, wow, there's probably a lot of fatherless kids there. There's fatherless kids everywhere. Yep. It doesn't matter where yep, you live. I mean, true. you could live, it could be a trailer park in the middle of nowhere, and, and like 50% of the kids are probably fatherless. And it might not always be a situation, a crisis situation like you face with your father being. Exactly. It could that somebody lost their father in uh, a soldier's uh, children or yeah. uh, or. As my father passed away when I was ten years old, uh, it, it, there might be a, a variety of different reasons, and so you have you have different attitudes and different actions in fatherless children, just as you do in any other children. But there are some similar problems that they're facing, and and uh, that is so good. Now you have three children of your own. Yes, uh, tell us about them. Malachi, he's thirteen. 
and he's our, our teenager, and we're so we're getting adjusted to having a teen. It's been it's been a different experience, uh, but he's amazing. He's an amazing kid. He plays guitar, and he's just an outgoing, awesome, awesome son. Titus is our our ten year old, almost eleven, and he's he's incredible too. Um, just just very loving, just a very loving child. And then Blair's our our little girl, little fiery redhead. Oh, she's a cutie. She's my she's my little baby. Um, she's gonna be seven here this month. And so just, yeah, it's, it's been been fun. And we just, we, we do ministry together. I mean, that's, that's really our, our thing. We, we've developed over the last three years. And even when I was a youth pastor, I served as a youth pastor for six years before we went on the road. And we just have always done ministry together. Like they'll go along usually. I mean, sometimes we have youth activities where they couldn't go and things like that. But a lot of times they're just there with us. And we, we just love being a family together. And I just, I mean, that, that's, they mean the world to me. So you're not just talking this, you're no. walking this and showing, being an example of what, what it should be. And I think, I think that's wonderful. And, and your children really are wonderful. I, I'm glad that you're here. I feel like I got three extra grandchildren uh, in the Las Vegas Valley now. So, uh, and that's, that's always a joy. If, um, do you have a video uh, that explains your ministry and where would they go on the internet in order to be able to see that you go to lifefactors.org um, that would point you everywhere right now we're redoing godismydad.com but if you go to lifefactors.org that'll that'll uh, you'll be able to see um, our, our website there there's links for churches links for fatherless individuals fatherless families and so there's all kinds of content on their videos recommendations from different people and so just to see what we're doing Again, we're redoing godswithdad.com. We're actually going to redo lifefactors.org. And so, yeah, check yeah, check that out. And we also have a YouTube channel on Instagram, Facebook. And so we're all over, you know, a lot of the social media. So. Great. So you can get some information. You can see. You can actually see them. And if you're interested in uh, having Sean speak or interested in starting a chapter, this is something we're experimenting with. This is something that we're developing. Uh, but if you'd like to see a... God is my dad chapter in your area or having one in your local church. You can contact us at info at experienceliberty.com. You can go on uh, experienceliberty.com. You can check us out on David Tice. We can get you the information that you need and we get you in touch with Life Factors. And again, as he said, you can go right on Life Factors and just say you heard this podcast and uh, you're interested in, in that ministry. What a tremendous, tremendous ministry. We're not talking about something that is far from the heart of God. We're talking about something that is dear to the heart of God. God talks about ministering, that pure religion and undefiled is to visit the fatherless in their affliction and care for widows. And uh, So what a, what a great, great ministry. I want to thank you for being with uh, me today and being with us here. Uh, please make sure if you want to, to get in touch with Sean. I'm sure he'll be able to answer any questions that you have. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, this is Tice Talks, which is more than a conversation.